Cause they put me through The pain I've been subjected to But the Lord himself forward blush The canvas beast laid at my feet Forbidden fruits for me to eat But I think your pulse would start to rush edition of the surly horns podcast we've got nate the great hatter with us what's going on mr nate what's up guys i'm glad to be here we're glad to have you and uh before you know the listeners started jumping in we were talking about our favorite beers and nate tell tell the great people what your favorite is and and then let them know how much that we agree with you (laughs) okay so i don't know if y'all had it listeners but there's a place called house pizza it's a, it's a little brewery place in Austin, and they make a beer called Electric Jellyfish. And this thing is the best beer. All, all three of us have agreed it is the best beer, not only in Austin, but across the nation. It's fantastic. The only thing I can, I, y'all, I don't know if y'all have ever been to Milwaukee, but um, they have Spotted Cow, which is you can literally only buy it in Milwaukee. It is incredible. It's my favorite beer on the planet, but you literally can only buy it in Milwaukee. If you're in Wisconsin, you can't get it. Doesn't matter. You have, or not Milwaukee, sorry. Milwaukee is the city. It's Wisconsin, <laughs> the state. <laughs> I did. I got it whenever I was up at, I went to a Lambo game and they, that's all you drink there. So you just drink a Lambo pop. game. Yeah. Are you talking about Bijan or are you t- <laughs> a Lambo people? Oh yeah. There you go. <laughs> yes. A Lambo. What do they do? The Lambos fight each other to the death. <laughs> I want to see that. Yeah. That's a bunch that's... of decapitations. So besides obviously the burn ends, I assume that you're next to announce. Uh, if you want to announce it here, you go ahead and announce your Lambo NIL deal. Um, yeah, yeah, I know. I've been waiting. It's actually Bugatti. They, um, they I got a Bugatti Veyron outside. Um, yeah, I wanted to keep it low key, but you know, I'm gonna shout it out here. People are excited. You don't want to make any distractions in the locker room. You want to make sure that everybody's getting something. So, exactly, you know, exactly. congratulations to you. I'm glad you played Lambo and Bugatti against each other. And either way, exactly. it worked out for you. That's <laughs> the only part that sucks is those gas prices right now, man. Yeah, it's it's costing me a lot on that Bugatti. Trust me. Yep. Uh, yeah, I got a 26 gallon tank, and uh, the gas station I always go to uh, it maxes any card out that you use at a hundred bucks so i have to swipe twice just to fill up my tank every time um well rick do you use probably premium in yours right it's premium yeah so but but i only have a 20 like it's a 21 gallon tank oh it's 20 with like a one gallon reserve basically so i i am like right at the hundred dollars every time i Fill up my tank. I, I kind of refuse to personally put more than a hundred dollars in gas at a time. So I never wait for my gas tank to get lower than like five eighths. Like <laughs> I wait, I don't even like wait for it to be a half tank. I just go fill it up. It makes me feel better about myself. I'm the yeah. opposite. I I never uh let it get all the way up. I only refill it up about thirty dollars <laughs> every time. I like I constantly the max gas I have in my car is about thirty five dollars worth. He waits yeah, for that burn ends money to hit, and he says, "Okay, thanks, Curly <laughs> yeah, Horns. I'm just swiping." 
<laughs> exactly. Struggling. <laughs> it is awesome. fucking crazy though. Like that's that's the craziest part about all this. Like I talk about doing like a there and back to Austin. It's a full tank of gas. You're talking about 150 bucks just to get there. It's almost cheaper to, to fly. You could be on one of them Demi Lovato three minute private jets. <laughs> Dude, honestly, it's so <laughs> or no, what is it? it? Was one of them Jenners? One of them. Like it doesn't matter. Oh, it's a Kylie. My wife was telling me about this. Kylie Jenner apparently takes like. Four or five minute jet rides. Yeah, no just she'll and take it's a like, dude, what the, the fuck? Get a helicopter. Get a fucking helicopter. <laughs> you saw the Kobe news and said, you know what? I just got to PK it. Yeah. Rip, rip Kobe. Yeah. Rip Kobe. And rip now this, but from that Kobe thread. But it, I, well, and also imagine being the pilot on standby that's like, oh, fuck, I got to I gotta drive to Kylie Jenner's house. Or do you live there at that point? No, 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 no. She has to go to the airport. You can't. You, there's no like. There's no uh, just fucking gravity elevator that just sucks her into the plane, dude. No, <laughs> just to go to a fucking airport. Still, you're there. telling me she couldn't have an airfield in the back of her house? I would not. Be Maybe she does. Maybe she does. You're right. Like that would make a lot more sense. This that makes a lot more backyard. sense. If she had a fucking. If if she has uh, a strip in in her backyard that. Then I don't fault her for taking five minute Which, plane I mean, rides. That's Nate Hatter coming in hot with the NIL cash. Uh, guys, burnendsnil.com. You got you could put a private jet landing strip in the back of Nate Hatter's house. And if you don't, you're a pussy bitch. <laughs> I need y'all's help, please. <laughs> My F-150 is not cutting it these days. Yeah, he runs. Hey, everybody! So, everybody listening to this has been on thirty-five at some point in their life. Um, you you got to know some at some point. You need a you just need a PJ. Straight up, straight up. Uh, so let's let's talk a little bit more about you and get to know who you are. Um, so tell us a little bit about what you're studying in school. What you know, what you're doing, who you are. Uh, just the basics that people may or may not know about. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's been, a, I think it's almost a year since I last did an interview with y'all, our little podcast. So it's been a while. But um, so I, I'm going into my last season at the University of Texas. I will be a senior this coming year, graduating early in December. Nice. I'm studying advertising in my minor in business. So the goal is to find myself in a marketing or sales position after graduating. And, um, you know, it's a blessing being on the, the UT team because they give us opportunities left and right to network. So I'm constantly, you know, meeting people and getting chances to internship. I'm doing an internship right now at a major company. And um, it's exciting. It's super great. I'm an Austin native. I grew up in Leander. So um, I've been exposed to UT whole life. You know, finally get a chance to play for them. We're the burnt orange. And it's a blessing, let me tell you. So really glad to be here, awesome. like I said. Hey, and I hire salespeople, so give me your resume. <laughs> I just love your business card. So now, there you go. It's important. Now, now on to the important things. Food. So, oh. <laughs> yeah, food. You were you were just you were getting going, and we we had to start the podcast before <laughs> you started going too far. But you told us before we got on here, you know where the good pizza at in Austin. So break it down for us. If we need to get the best slice, uh, number one, the most exotic slice, number mm. two, right? And then the best late night slice, number three, which could be either one of the other two, but maybe not. That's solid. That's solid. 
Okay, so by the slice, this may be basic, and everyone, I'm sure everyone knows this, but it's home slice. By the yeah, slice, you got it. So home good. slice sells good by the slice. It's huge, you know, it's ginormous, and it, it's right to you on the plate for um, exotic slice. Um, maybe this is kind of branching out from what was asked, but I recently got put onto a deep dish place called Jets. It's um, fucking it, hate deep dish. People you ruined it for me. It's, it's, it's Detroit style. It's not. It's not deep dish. It's oh, Detroit style. Detroit style is fantastic. Style. Deep dish is yeah. ass. It's too What's much tomato. But so deep dish has the tomato on top and like maybe some parmesan. But uh-huh. Detroit still has the cheese layer. It's just a thicker crust, I believe. I don't know because yeah, that's my good. favorite frozen pizza. Is the Motor City three meat pizza? It's the best frozen okay. pizza I've ever had, and that's Detroit. It's like a. Uh, what what's the uh, uh I guess what's the name of that pizza? The three one three. Yes, that's Detroit style too. Yeah, but Je- I like Jets better. Dude, Jets was great. Someone put me onto it, and um, I went and tried it, and it was amazing. Uh, the ranch is the best part, though. You really know the quality of a pizza place by the when it's that goes back house. to Pine House. The jalapeno ranch that they have is incredible. Yeah. Full jalapeno slices in the ranch. It's the best. Hundred percent. My but, wife. Uh, okay. No, yeah, no, right, you keep going. No, I was going to say, uh, for, for number three, like the best slice of pizza when you know when you're needing some pizza late at night, there's a place called Manja Pizza. Y'all ever heard of that? It's like the Chicago style. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it's uh, essentially it it, lo- it looks funky, man, but it's a bit huge pizza, whole wheat crust, and then there's all the layers or all the toppings are layered on top of the crust. That's deep dish. So that's what Rob. That's what Rob hates. Hey, do you do you <laughs> want to know? Do you want to know something really bad? And that proves my point of how much I hate deep dish. Right. <laughs> Permanently closed. I just looked on Google. <laughs> no, there's there there's several locations. Oh, the, okay. the owners, the owners got divorced or something. <laughs> the owners got divorced or something, and then there was like a huge fucking ordeal. Uh, or divorced or not friends anymore or something, right? Yeah. And then they split up the chain. And okay. only only some of them survived. But so I found the definition. So a Chicago style slice is built upon a flaky, thin, deep crust, similar to a traditional pie. On the other hand, Detroit style pizza relies on a thick and fluffy crust reminiscent to a focaccia bread. A Detroit style crust stands out among other crusts thanks to its airier texture and cheesy, crisp underside. And I agree fully. So good. <laughs> That's informational. I didn't. I did not know that going into this. Now, so. I mean, we're trying to be pizza experts here for sure. But yeah, back to Pine House. So I lived in Austin. Um, me and my wife did when she was pregnant, and she, she never got cravings except for one thing, and it was pizza. And so she'd send me off of the the location. I think is off of seventy one, and I have to drive and get Pine House pizza like once a week. And that jalapeno ranch. And then she would complain about the heartburn. So um, <laughs> from the jalapeno ranch. But <laughs> That's, rough. That's rough. But no, they're amazing, man. I always get the, um, oh, it's the one pizza that has honey on it and prosciutto. I can't remember what it's called. But um, you, you sub the blue cheese for goat cheese. And I had, a, I had a classmate put me onto it and I get it every single time, man. It's like the perfect mixture of like savory and, and then the ranch and then got the electric jellyfish and it is the perfect. Now I'm now I got a, I'm on Google. That's that's the one. Uh, let's see. It's not the OG. That's what I always no, get. No, no. Oh, wait, no, it is. Top of basil, spicy honey and fill it with dollops of ricotta. Is that it? Pepperoni, spicy yeah. red sauce. No, it's got prosciutto on it. It's a uh, honey pear, honey pear pizza. Ah, nice. Yeah, so think- it's, it's a little it's a little deviation from your like typical pepperoni and sausage, but like. 
If you want to try something new, just try that. That's what we're looking See, for. There's, there's option, yeah, option one and one B, right? One A and one B for exotic. Exactly. Yeah. We're getting so. Expensive. All right. So what if you had to choose a favorite food or meal food group or whatever? What's your favorite thing on on right? I guess you have to keep a pretty good diet just like the rest. Of them. Um. So like, what's a cheat day look like for you if you're gonna pick like? Just the all-time faves. Okay, so I have a huge affinity for Japanese cuisine. I love Japanese cuisine. Nice. And that, that takes, like, different forms, but my favorite one is ramen. Like, like high-quality, like, nice ramen. I don't know if y'all have heard of it. Uh, Tatsuya Ramen. Nope. Ramen Tatsuya. Um, it's a place that started in Austin. Um, me and my family used to go there in their first location. From Now they have about four locations. And they've, they've branched out, and they, and they now have bars, and they have, like, a barbecue Japanese fusion place. So they really expanded, but um, dude, the ramen here it is fire. Uh, ramen. They have tatsu. one in Houston. Fuck yeah. They have one in Houston too. <laughs> oh yeah, ramen tatsu is legit. So there yeah. used to be this ramen place on Dirty Six. I don't know if it's still there or not. Uh, I forgot what it what it was called, but like it it was just like a little nook, and you would go in, and it only seated like twenty or thirty people, and you could just go get cheap ramen there, but like good ramen. It's not not like Michi ramen, which is just garbage ramen, right? That's like heated up microwave noodles and stuff. I can't remember I'm the name soup. of it. On, on You're not I'm thinking of Eastside Kings, are you? Eastside Kings? No, 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 no. They didn't have a sixth location. They, they're, they, the Eastside Kings trailer is inside the Liberty Bar. Yes. Uh, and yeah, then they yeah. have South Lamar. Yeah, but no, that guy. Uh, that talk about a fall from grace. That guy. That guy <laughs> abusing his spouse and stuff he won top chef and everything and then just lost all his really? restaurants except for east side king because people didn't want to give it up maybe don't hit women it's actually one of those things yeah. it's just it's one of those yeah, things. have y'all seen the miles bridges stuff the dude was in line for like a hundred million dollar contract and then beat the shit out of his wife in front of his kids y'all haven't seen that the miles bridget so he's the he's a small forward for the charlotte hornets he is a restricted free agent. So the Hornets put out a uh, qualifying offer on him. And all he had to do to secure at least a $100 million bag was um, not do everything that he did. So the first thing <laughs> he did was he posted a picture of him smoking a blunt and drinking promethazine in, his, in a styrofoam cup um, on his public Instagram. So um, strike one. Um, strike the rest of them was he beat the ever loving shit out of his wife or girlfriend in front of their kids. And now he's charged with domestic abuse, um, child abuse because the kids watched it. Um, and he went from a hundred million dollars to zero of the dollars and maybe, well, I don't know what commissary gets. And like, when you do the license plate things in like 80 cents an hour, <laughs> so, so he went from like a hundred million dollars to that. So, um, anyway, if there's a lesson to be learned here, don't don't hit women, especially in front of your kids or just that's, awful, man. that's so bad. <laughs> and don't be an idiot. That's another thing. So you're obviously not an idiot. You're graduating from UT. What are what's your favorite experience that you had your entire experience outside of football um, at the University of Texas? Oh, man. Outside of. No, it could be wicked. Don't listen. Hey, I wanted to get both. I'm trying to I'm trying to build these questions on. <laughs> I, I, I got you on both. Okay, so so far my best experience at UT, um, one contender would be I I played last year 
uh, against Rice. That would be awesome. My first game I played, super awesome, great experience. But um, my top two would be whenever we played LSU my freshman year, and we had college game day come down, and the stadium was packed. And I remember it was my maybe second game, um, second game being on the team. And I'm telling you, the feeling of running out onto the field and just feeling just this atmosphere of energy of these people who are so just pumped, man. And um, God, that was a fun game. It, it ended awfully. But um, before that, it, it was great. <laughs> well, it, it kind really of started one. awfully, too, that first drive. But we won't talk about that. Yeah. yeah we're focused on next season. Because right. it's going to be the exact same thing when we play Alabama, man. Um that Alabama game is going to be unreal. It's been sold out for like almost two months now. You know, it's going to be crazy. Only difference is the night versus the day. Oh boy! How, yeah. When you when you heard eleven o'clock start for Alabama, so you know you got to think your adrenaline's going to be up. So you're already going to be sweating. You're going to be ready <laughs> for it. What do you think the feels like temp is going to be like on the field for Alabama? The in the hottest summer year. since 2011 in Texas, yeah. but we've already had 40 hundred degree days in Austin. Yep, we're on track to destroy 2011, where we only had like 90. Depends on who you ask. Some people say 100, some people say 90 something. But we're gonna go, we're gonna go in triple digits on the triple tier this summer. It's gonna be like 118. All that fucking hot breath from the fans. <laughs> it's gonna be rough. I'm hydrating right now for that game. No, I'm getting ready right now. <laughs> it is going to be unreal. But um, okay, my, my second second favorite memory at UT so far, and this is outside of football, was that freeze we got last year, or the whenever that was a year, year and a half ago. Um I just saw in Rick's eyes he got P- PTSD. He was stuck <laughs> on a highway for like 18 hours. No, <laughs> seriously. That is terrible. Dude, that sounds like you had fun. I want to hear more about that instead of Rick. (laughs) (laughs) My experience was great, man. Uh, Well, I mean, the apartments I was at were awful. We're we're crappy, man. Um, So, like, we lost electricity, but we didn't lose water. We lost water the week after electricity came back. And then we were out of water for, like, two days. It just didn't fix. But, um, man, it was so much fun. I remember we we were sledding down hills. There was people driving trucks throughout West Campus with people on skis in the back. (laughs) Dude, it was... (laughs) <laughs> it was unreal. Um, my friend, uh, I was living with a high school friend at the time. He drove back home and came back with a snowboard and we were snowboarding. It was just, it was once in a lifetime kind of event. You know, I don't think we'll ever do that. Again. <laughs> no, we hope, dude. Oh my God. It was awful. Um, so have you, did you grow up skiing or did you go, do you know how to ski or snowboard or anything? Me, me, me and my parents went to like New Mexico or um, uh, in Colorado to uh, ski and whatnot every now and then, but like not an avid skier. Uh, so I, I ate shit quite a few times. Let me tell you, <laughs> yeah, I was falling everywhere. It was bad. It was real bad, but it was still fun, man. You know, I'll never have an experience like that. I, I remember seeing the tower just covered in snow and That's a giant awesome. like snow, snowmen all over like the, the, um, that big lawn in front of the tower, like things I'll never see again. So super cool. So what's it like growing so- up? You know, obviously you grew up in the shadow of Texas and now you're at Texas. What's that like transition like? Um, you know, obviously you're making new friends and all that kind of stuff too. But, you know, I'm sure you have a big crowd coming out for you every game. Um, you know, what what's that kind of transition like going from being here and then staying here and but at a 10 times magnified scale? It's awesome. Um, 
you know, I didn't realize I, I had as many Longhorns in my family as I did until I started playing. Um, because it is every time I see the family, it's man, the Longhorns. Oh, you got Arch Manning now. Like, you know, <laughs> stuff like that nonstop, which, Hey, it's awesome. I love talking about it, but they love bringing it up. And, um, it's the coolest thing, like seeing my friends and just being like, Hey man, like I'll get you a ticket for Saturday. Like, you know, I want you to come see you like college, college football and like, and then being able to come out and sit in DKR and like experience what it's like, you know, a lot of these people have never been to a college and um, giving people the ability to come in and see it from like a insider perspective. Super cool. I love sharing that blessing. And um, uh, it's also, you know, our fan base is really great because they're super committed to UT. No, that'll work. We're not when we're not doing too good. They're committed, but like in a very like angry commitment. So, you know, we have to I, I have to deal with a lot of stuff for my family members when we're not doing very well. You're preaching to the uh, choir. But, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, understand. so and and little known fact from the listeners, uh Nate is actually the one that secured the Arch Manning commitment. Yeah. <laughs> it was me. I convinced him. Put it on the board. He he took him on a ride in the Bugatti and said. If you want to be Nate Hatter one day, baby girl, <laughs> what is exactly that like right. too? Like, what is so, like, like? Did you were you guys around teammates when Arch Manning commits and like it's on ESPN and all that kind of shit? Like, what is like? I'm sure y'all don't follow recruiting that closely, but every human being in the world knows Arch Manning. What is that like, dude? It, we, I, I, I'm in a bunch of like group chats and football. We weren't all together at the time. But it was just blowing up, man. Like, we were all so excited. He, he'd visited a few times. We'd all seen him, and he'd been around. And, you know, it was like, I'm going to – but um, second, we see that commitment status. We, like – there was one of our walk-on teammates. He was the one who uh, uh, hosted him whenever he came through. And people were, like, putting him on shoulders, like, you know, like, <laughs> dude, like, like you're the GOAT. Like, you're, you're going to get a scholarship for this. <laughs> you know, like, all that stuff. You're the one. <laughs> They're so, yeah. so excited. Yep. No, I, I think everybody's kind of know know who you're talking about too. And and it sounds like he's he really did make a huge impact, which is like extremely meaningful, which is cool, you know, especially for you being a walk-on too, where it's just like, you know, you can kind of show, hey, I can make a difference um in some aspects. Um, yeah, it's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, walk-ons, we don't get the spotlight whatsoever, but we are definitely a foundational part of it. Um you know, I've won the Provost, Provost two or three times, which is the highest. Like, you know, our 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 nerd. Our our job is to be the backbone of UT football. Whether that's you know being the people who work the hardest during workouts, who work hardest in the classroom. Our job is to tighten the slack and make sure we're we're on the right path. And that also comes in recruiting. So uh, super excited to see our, our guy. You know, help Arch Manning. But um, so is is um you, you mentioned the locker room. Do, you, do the bigs all work out together? Because I guess Jatavion spilled the beans. We talked to him, and technically the tight ends are the bigs, right? So do you guys <laughs> yeah. work out with the D-line uh, and O-line guys? Yeah, because we uh, we got those heavyweights, man. You know, when we go in the yeah. weight room, we, we, we throw out those heavyweights. So they, they, so they put us together. So what is, the, what is the incoming class? You know, everybody on the internet says one thing or another. And, and you know, you've got Kyle Flood. Uh, hyping big humans, and you've got Bo Davis hyping big. Humans. Everybody's saying big humans. How big are these humans? They're huge. The new, the new ones. I don't understand how they're this big, so young. It's unreal. <laughs> you know, my family. My my dad's about five nine. My mom's about five six. So I'm like, I'm significantly taller than my parents, and I'm the tallest guy across my whole family. I'm telling you, when I step in the locker room, 
I feel like they're children. They're, they're, these guys are ginormous. They're like and, 17. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's awesome. And um, I got a feeling they're going to make a big impact on them. They're, like, they're really catching on to stuff fast, too. So not only are they huge and athletic, but, you know, they're smart. So it's a good That's sign. Awesome. I heard that. Uh, is it, isn't, there like a, isn't there like a 16-year-old commit? Is there a new Mojo? Is Mojo or, or you know, is he uh, Moro? Moro Jomo. Moro Mojo. Mojo Oromo. Moro Ojomo. Don't we have another Moro Ojomo situation? Like another 16-year-old? Is Didn't he come? Is it like there's, there's a young guy that's commit, right? Man, I haven't heard about that, but I would not be surprised. Sometimes people come in. It blows my mind how young some of these guys are. Like the Moro situation. That's unreal. Yeah, sixteen. He's an eighteen-year-old senior. It's fucking wild. (laughs) Not (laughs) eighteen. That's the joke on the message boards that he's been sixteen since he's been. (laughs) Dude, that's awesome, man. So you know what's next after this? You know, so senior. Um, I assume so. This is your fourth year, right? So you going? You're you're still going to stick around for the fifth year? Is that the plan? Or I don't think so, man. Um, no, I think I've had my had my four years of UT football. I've been a part of something special. I've loved every second of it. I can't wait for the season, but I'm ready to get my team ring and to cheer all my guys from the stands. You know, they'll nice. get in the office. That's yeah, it's better than getting hit hit in the mouth by a bunch of big fuckers. Um, I'll, I'll guess, never. Yeah, you see how big these fucking humans are now. And guess yeah. what? You could just hang out at the Surly Horns tailgate the entire time. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna be right there the entire time. Man. You you will forever have free beer at the Surly Horns tailgate. I can yeah, get once a burn in, always the burn in. Just yeah. ask your that's better than a T ring. <laughs> oh yeah, that, that's why I'm really excited about graduating. Electric jellyfish on tap, you know, yeah. it's gonna be nonstop. Oh, we'll do it too. Yeah, we don't we don't fucking care. <laughs> I, love I love it. Awesome. Well, Nate, we will see you at the burn ends dinner. Um, for anybody listening, um, it is gonna be uh next Wednesday, a week from today at Matt's El Rancho. Um, we will have all the tight ends out and uh, we're going to have an awesome time. Sir, super pumped. Awesome. Thanks, Nate. And Thanks, hook up. Hook up, buddy. Later.